It's already gone, but it's already. Oh, I'm very loud. No, look, see, I'm. I'm. This is. This is it. See. Okay. This. This is. This is the level this of consistency good, that I am not comfortable with maintaining, but have to. Well, okay. Okay. I have a filter in my face. I can't really see my screen when I need to read off of it. And yeah, I am already fidgy. Yeah, this is the problem. <laughs> This is the problem. What, it's we're just having a brain that doesn't work, or...? Well, no, it does work. It just works in a slightly different way to other people, doesn't it? Mm. That is really the problem. Uh, I mean, thanks, but... You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. I always got your back, bro. Always got my... Yeah, always got your back. Always got my back. That back that's given out on me now that I'm approaching... 30. The, the big... At least you don't constantly suffer from infections. Of the ear. Of the ear and the throat. Let's go and see an ENT. <coughs> yeah, it's a nightmare. I have, of course, developed another ear infection because 2022 wasn't bad enough already. Um, so, yes, welcome to uh, another episode of Insert Plot Here. Um, my name is Matt. I am joined by Jake. Howdy doodly. As always, um, Ooh, fucking cat maybe jump. <laughs> the cat is here as well today because we didn't want her making noise outside the room, so we have decided to let her in today. So if you hear any meows or purring in the background, you know or where that's come from. Or screaming from me or as I am screaming as she as Jake is mauled. Um, I was she, left with grievous wounds last time. I know. I'm a cat person, and she I was left with the skin. She hit the bone. Ouch! But you didn't bleed. Um, Not until I got in the car. <laughs> gruesome note aside, happy pancake day, everyone. Whoop whoop. We seem to be hitting the Tuesdays. We had Tuesday last week, and now we have um, pancake day this week, which I is great. I thought you were saying hitting the Tuesdays. I was like, that's because we record every Tuesday. Well, yes, but it just so happens that the last couple of Tuesdays oh were no. relatively important. This is out a week after. Oh, my God, the door just Ghosts. closed on its own. Yeah. Uh, the door just closed on its own. Guys, send help. It's spooky pancake day. Spooky pancake day and Jinx is on the bed. Even though it's not pancake day by the time this goes out. It's not pancake day. It is a precisely one week after pancake day. So I hope you had good pancakes, everyone. Well, I mean, every day can be pancake day. Every day can be pancake day and uh, I often I, make I feel like I days. need one of those like black border posters with the white text and it's just like... A rabbit with a like a little tie on and a mug that says like number one employee and it's like every day can be pancake day if you believe there's like a little motivational poster i like that i like a good motivational poster have we just found our first merch oh maybe i mean if you keep using the um if you use it more than once in one episode, then maybe we can we consider putting it on a, a t-shirt. And then Displate can sponsor. Hello. Oh, no. <laughs> I've got to get at least one sponsor in an episode. At least one sponsor in an episode. Spawn, not spawn. That's what we're going to call that tiny segment that Jake goes into once a week. Spawn, not spawn. Spawn, not spawn. Spawn, not spawn. One oh, day it will Jake happen, and it will have to be spawn, not spawn, spawn. Well, I mean, I I don't really think we're going to get any sponsors, at least not this side of 2023. But, you know, it's, I'm going to uh, just you can dream. earmark that as episode three, four. 
we're episode f- this is episode four yeah yeah okay i'm gonna earmark this as episode four so i can clip that and there's gonna be a, a future episode where i can be like that suck it and i'm gonna put this clip in of you saying we're not gonna get a spawn this side of 2022 this side of 2023 but Okay, I'll give you that. If we get a sponsorship... 2023? Oh. Uh, so it's a whole, <laughs> this side of 2023, right? So that gives us a whole 10 months to get some popularity enough for someone to sponsor us, which I don't really think is going to happen. But I will let you keep your optimism. Just remember, Matt, every day can be pancake day if you believe. If you believe. If you believe. If you believe. If you believe in the pancakes, the pancakes will believe in you. I've just made some tweaks to our audio setup because I realised that we weren't particularly loud. Yes, but I've also not moved. You also haven't moved. Yeah, that's good. And I'm already sweating. Ah, you need to move. I do. <laughs> you need to move. I do. It's it's a perpetual issue where if I sit still for longer than... Oh, we're at five minutes. That's not bad. Any longer than this and it starts to get... Reels twitchy. Reels twitchy. Well, I mean, twitchy. There's nothing wrong with twitchy. We can live with twitchy. Um, First, I get this strange compulsion to hide behind the, the pot guard <laughs> and yeah. then just appear again. Uh, just appear out of nowhere. That we'll save that. We'll save that for the horror podcast, shall we? My spin-off show. Yeah, your spin-off show. My spin-off when I'm gonna hit the heights of rich and fame and splinter off and do my own thing and go solo develop a horrific cocaine addiction, head on a downward spiral, disappear from all media for five years, and then we'll go on a comeback tour. Isn't that what Mike Posner did? I think that's exactly what Mike Posner did. Is that what he did? did? Yeah, because he Uh, wrote like four songs that topped the charts, and then he kind of got a little bit too big for his bits, and then disappeared for ages, and then came back an actual saint who like... Now he does all of this like charity work. Pugs, not drugs. He's like or he do drugs off the pugs. Dude, he walked from coast to coast across America, like across America. Why? Just because that's what he wanted to do with his life now. And do you know what? I commend him for it. And it's cracking. Well done. That's and he also summited Mount Everest last year. He's been doing some cracking stuff. I went up and down the stairs twice yesterday. Oh, I'm so proud. I'm so proud. <laughs> I am an achiever. And Mike Posner, you know what? How, how the, the the ratio of drugs to distance travelled? Actually, you know he probably wins on both. Do you want to take that away from the cat? What is that? That's my fucking mic. No, now it's in. The, no, now I've got to put my hand in now the box. Now it's in the bite zone. Oh, this is Schrodinger's filter of no. I'm gonna use this cushion. As a distraction. Just go in and... It's ruined. Is it ruined? No. It was Look at the shape of it. Yeah, it's smushed in the box. <laughs> okay. Well, that's your poor packing skills, I feel. Flight case. Any, <laughs> what, what companies make flight cases that will sponsor us? Oh, for God's sake, just buy your flight case. No. Seriously. <laughs> um, yes. So, seven minutes of rambling. Welcome to episode four <laughs> of... Um, yeah. Welcome to episode or episode four of Insert Plot Here. Our standard format, as always, from the previous three episodes. Uh, Jake has a quote that he's going to share. I'm going to try and guess which movie this is from, and hopefully I'll get it easier than I have done a couple of times in the past. And then I have written a poorly written plot about a film that I know Jake has seen because I made him sit through it multiple times when we lived together. Is that, but will he is remember that already it? a clue? No. 
Uh, I'm, I, I do apologise for the poorly written plot this week, actually. I don't feel like it's my best work. But we will struggle on but through. But I feel like because it's a poorly written plot, your not best work is your best work. Well, I feel th- this was kind of like a niche film, um, and I tried my best to keep it as abstract as possible, but I'm not mm. sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how... I mean, if we're summarising, I, th- I think the, the fundamental issue with this is trying to write extensive plot because i can write a couple of sentences and keep that as abstract as hell Hmm. but writing a whole a4 page that's when it gets complicated and that's when i'm like oh god i'm like i'm basically threshold of concentration basically the world's worst screenwriter at this point you see me as we all have established now being the wordsmith that i am an A4 side of paper is just enough before I start to drift. Just enough. Well, that's good then, it's because that's enough. all you're getting today. Uh, last time, I can't remember what my my last oh my last film was. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Um, I feel that was longer than an A4 page, but I feel like an A4 page here is probably as good as it's going to get. Unfortunately, see, because you you just shamed me for my archaic approach of pencil and paper. I can't actually quote you on the length of what I wrote last time because you made me digitise. Well, yes, I did make you digitise because it's 2022. And save the rainforest. I can recycle my paper. Can you? If I wanted... I mean, I do recycle my paper, but... Can you recycle the hopes and dreams that you wrote onto that paper? I can. It's It's the love and craft that goes into recycling. Well, I'm very proud of your outlook on life. Very proud. Um, I so yes, ha- I just didn't have my iPad that day, <laughs> and I forgot. Yeah, I, t- I don't know if anyone Disclosure. else can tell, but I am miserable in a relatively mediocre amount of pain. Um, so I do apologise for being slightly more miserable than usual in tonight's episode. Um, yes, so we have a we have a quote, and we have a. Poorly written plot to discuss this evening. Let's go for it. So let's see, because you've you've got better with these. I mean, the the testing pool is very small. <laughs> so let's not make any uh, let's not make any assumptions not, or um, observations on trends yet. Breaking. Yeah. Okay. So this quote on my list of about forty-seven. Are you um, just getting these off Google? Is the effort like super low? For you on this. I'm not going to disclose that information because that, <laughs> like when you go to Disney, which I never have, like when you go to Disney and you see the actors take the uh, the old head things off of the mascots and you're like, it's just some mid-40s dude who's just trying to get the bills paid. And all of a sudden... Are you some mid-40s dude who's just trying to get the bills paid? Am I? Am I? Yeah. Yeah, kind of getting there. Uh, okay, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I mean, I... <laughs> So, I don't know why, but when you were talking about, you know, that guy who falls and it's just some mid-40s, I just think of that video that I've seen on Reddit or God knows whatever crippling social media platform I'm attached to. Um, it's usually about, TikTok for you. It's usually TikTok and mm. I think it was a TikTok and it was mm. um, Mr. Incredible's wife, what's Elastigirl. Hmm. Uh, a Disney show or whatever, and she falls over, and the whole front of her <laughs> face falls off. 
<laughs> and obviously she's wearing a prosthetic head because she's a 40-year-old man inside who's just... It's going to say, is it a dude? Um, no, no, it's not. Um, but she falls over and her face comes off and she's like still dancing in the background while she just picks up her face, I'm hides her head. Put my head back on. And she hides her head and then Mr. Incredible comes over and like escorts her off stage. Because obviously, if you're a child and you see Mrs. like Mrs. Incredible or Elastigirl or whatever her name is come out on stage and her face falls off, you're traumatized for life. Yeah, Especially but- if you see someone who kind of looks like your mum in the suit. You're going to be like, You're like, that's why mum couldn't come to Disneyland. She works here. It's <laughs> honestly, it's kind of along the lines of the I saw mama kissing Santa Claus song. I you saw, know. I saw, I saw mama decapitate your last mommy playing Elastigirl. And it, it actually scarred me for life. Um, Isn't there also a clause <laughs> in your contract if you work for Disney and reveal your face? They instantly open a trap door. No. And. Walt Disney's there no. with, with a cat on his lap no, and a 1887 flintlock pistol. No, because everyone knows that Walt Disney has been cryogenically preserved and is in the tower yeah, and they, they of just, the... Yeah, they just give him a little, like, low to medium defrost on the microwave, you know, seven to eight minutes. A low to medium minutes. defrost. Yeah, just, you know, when, you know when the microwave does that, and then, when no. it's on defrost, what? it flicks between. I don't think I've ever put my microwave on defrost. No, that's the point. If you do it, it sounds really weird. My microwave is there exclusively to uh, cook uh, Slimming World dinners. <laughs> Low Slimming. calorie count. Why is that? Because I've nucleared everything. I mean, it's Slimming World. Uh, Slimming, uh, to be fair, though, the Slimming World lunch pots. Slimming World, reach out if you want to sponsor. <laughs> uh, the Slimming World lunch pots are actually really good. I had a... Oh, I, I, had a t- I had a teriyaki noodle pot at the weekend, and it was honestly... Thrilling. But also not filling. No, it was really filling. Also thrilling and... Th- yeah. Th- yes. Yeah, yeah. Thrilling, thrilling and, and filling. filling. There you go. I There's was, the tagline. I was very satisfied for at least four hours before I needed food again. But yeah, put the microwave on defrost. It makes a weird noise. But yeah, so the, there he is. They give him the old ding, ding, defrost a couple of minutes. And he's right. like... You'll reveal. I mean, I don't know what Walt Disney sounds like. <laughs> Just instantly, just like a general like man, mid, mid-Europe bad guy. Well, I always think of him as Tom Hanks, as Walt Disney in Saving Mr. Banks. Has Amy not made you watch that film? Yet? No, I've seen it. I'm just trying to call back on the voice. I'm gonna go with my because he's or more villainous Tom in Hanks. my quote. Standard Tom Hanks voice. Well said. Oh, controversial opinion. I've never seen Castaway. Is that the quote for this evening? <laughs> no, I'm glad it's not, but <laughs> like this in protest. Yes, I have never seen um uh don't make me don't make me sneak over to your channel as well. I'm just gonna record myself on both channels here. You know, do you want your mic do you want my microphone back? I don't we can't be friends. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, get out of my house. No. <laughs> I'm going to peaceful protest and sit right here until you watch... Until I watch Castaway. Until you watch Castaway. Emma, Emma said this about She's the Man, because I also have never seen She's the Man, and... Oh, I don't know about that one. No, it's, I know it's definitely I not know off of your street. The... It's Amanda Bynes before she That's, went off the walls. I, I know the one you're on about. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. she becomes... I don't know, actually. Anyway, this so, quote... So, yeah, Walt Disney, Flintlock, yeah. you'll reveal your face in my bathroom. Flintlock, 
Flint Lockwood no, Flint from Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs? No, that's who they based the character off. It ah. But you reveal the face and he's there like, you distort the child's face and ruin the magic. And then just, <laughs> you're dead. Okay. And then because you've been wearing that mask, they know it's not you anymore because you're dead. So I don't really class myself as a Disney adult. A Disney adult. A Disney adult. A Disney adult. Um, but I do, I think I kind of get the gist. But also I don't think, I don't think that's true. How would we know? That's my conspiracy for the, this is the 2022 conspiracy. 2022 conspiracy is what was Walt Disney like as a human being? Used to, you know, just anyone that revealed their face in the park that was supposed to be a mascot just... Don't think it's that serious, but I do get you drift. Mafia style, I'm telling you. Mafia style horse in horse head in the duvet. In in the mascot head oh over their God. head. <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> so if you fall over, the horse head is there and they're like, Oh, it's okay, it's just a cute magical horse play in Cinderella. Look at my horse, my horse is amazing. It's dead in your bed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, I cannot get the microphone right this evening. I don't know what's happening to me. Uh, this is um I do apologize for any such a fucking curveball. <laughs> I apologize for any uh, I've sung stuff. I've sung quite a lot this evening. You I'm have. really sorry. Is it the illusion of, of your ears Look and your sinuses horse, doing off my horse things? This is amazing. It's dead in your bed. Hmm. I don't know what you to finish really that with. Alright, quote. <laughs> right, yes, move on to the quote, please, and put your face closer to the microphone. Like this. Almost like ASMR, but not quite. Oh, no, no, no. You've heard that ramble before. We're not playing that game again. No. no. Um, I've, I've realised as well a good name for this segment is Don't Quote Me On It. Okay. That's a nice jumble of words. That hits the ear quite nicely. There we go. Okay, so Don't Quote Me On It. Don't is... Quote Me On It. da 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 did I stutter? Yes. <laughs> you did. Did I stutter? Did I stutter? Oh, I feel like this this is a bollocks quote because it must have been in so many films. No, this it's it's very it's a very I think this was obviously it's a coin term that's been used. Did I but stutter? But I think the whole the deli- again I, I I'm not going to deliver it the way it's delivered in the film. Why? Because it's a bit of a giveaway, but that kind of delivery and use, I think, set the tone on how that quote's been used since. I could okay. be wrong, but don't quote me on it. We're going to need some kind of intro music for each of these segments eventually, mm-hmm. and a new um, <clears throat> a new jingle would probably be quite good as well. Um, okay, so do, uh, did I stutter? Hmm. Right, what's the genre of the movie? Um, I'm not going to give you genre, but I'll say it's in the 80s. Oh, is it another one of these, like, Pulp Fiction? Pulp Fiction was in the 80s. Yeah, it was. Was it? Alexa, when was Pulp Fiction released? The film Pulp Fiction was released on the 21st of October, 1994. Oh, 94. An Amazon package with a <sighs> Alexa, stop. <laughs> don't read me like that. Don't tell everyone what I'm... Or- I don't know Alexa, that. stop! <laughs> Telling everyone what I'm ordering on Amazon. Good lord, woman. 
your order of 20 gallon drum of lube will be delivered <laughs> tomorrow. You are not far away from the truth. <laughs> <laughs> not 20 gallons. 40. <laughs> no, I don't go through It's going to be like much. a Nickelodeon gunge tank in here. <laughs> no, it was me- it's merely a screen protector for my iPhone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a cult classic. Is cult classic the term it's, then? It's in that, that little pocket. Okay. So Pulp Fiction and that kind of stuff, it, it all fits in I've that never, I've not seen any... Co- you know, you pull out a random sci-fi, sci-fi movie from 1994, fine. But you talk about, like, proper films that everyone's seen. No, no idea. Um, so I'm going to need more clues. Um, so I would say then it would come under a coming-of-age type film. Coming-of-age? Hmm. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> You're not far <laughs> off, but it's that kind of ball. Grease. The podcast listeners out there, I'm giving them that rather prepare. stern dee, and scowl dee, dee, look. Um, kind of age. That's a uh, musical. Back to the Future. That's a almost making of your coming of age. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, right era and style of films. That doesn't help me. Um, I would say it kind of comes under comedy, but there's a bit of a... a I feel like Samuel L. Jackson says this. Nah. Wrong ethnicity. Have I seen the film? I, If you haven't, I'm going to have a very similar reaction to Castaway. Castaway. We are castaways. Hello there. <laughs> oh no, it's ahoy there. Not hello there. Sorry. Um, cult classic from the eighties. Hmm. Yeah, I'd say it's hmm. comedy with a bit of like social insight. There's a big undertone. Ah, uh, Idiocracy. That's early two thousands. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's got one of the Wilson brothers. It has got one of the Wilson brothers. You are correct. Um, I would say then it's got pretty good soundtrack. Right. Um, As do most 80s movies. set in um, school. Greece. No. Greece. No. Set in a school. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who's in it? Uh, I'm going to say it and it's going to give it away. Why is it going to give it away? We're 23 minutes in. You might as well. <laughs> Molly Ringwald. Who the fuck is Molly Ringwald? The only thing I know Molly Ringwald for. Ah. ah there it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's the breakfast club. Yeah, it's in the- <laughs> Instantly thought of Fandy Guy. I'm sorry. Guy, <laughs> I'm really sorry, Molly Ringwald. Um, Who the fuck is she? The only film I know her from is the other one we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the the teacher that keeps them. It's the principal that keeps them in for Saturday detention. Did I stutter? Did I stutter? Yes. Okay. Okay, that's good. That's good. The Breakfast Club. I like The Breakfast Club. It's a good film. It's an enjoyable film. Mm. Um, it doesn't really go anywhere. No. If you think about the plot, it doesn't really It doesn't go, go anywhere, anywhere at all. But it's a very coming of age social kind mm-hmm. of blend. 
Yes, it is. And um, yeah, I thoroughly enjoy it. It's one of my. It's one of. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say. Going to say. Going to say. You going to say? say? It's a film that I quite like. Yes. Um, it's but not it one is... of the most favourite sci-fi films. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> which is every single sci-fi, sci-fi film. film. However, what is one of the, my favourite sci-fi films is oh, that was a perfect segue. Is what we're going to be talking about in the next uh, portion of today's episode, which is. Insert plot here. Okay, so... I can see the reflection in the window. Can you? You can't read anything, though. I can just see the screen, but I couldn't see the text. Well, that's good. I keep hitting... I'm really sorry. I keep hitting the microphone, honestly. You're just a hot mess I need a better... I I am a hot mess today. I just need... I need a little bit of a... I need a holiday. That is what I need. Mm. Um, Okay, so... Are you ready? I am... Fixed in my position for as much You're as I can. You're fixed in this position. Uh, me too, hopefully. taking a good 40% of my okay. level of ability to concentrate. <laughs> okay, do not... Like, I wrote this earlier this evening after dinner. So please you. do not quote me. Please do not... That's my, that's my thing. Okay, <laughs> please do not um, condemn me for my use of grammar. Okay, our main character, mm. let's call her Jane, lost her father Jane. to a freak accident just after she was born. Right. She was born in Russia... To a Russian mother and a British father. After losing her family, after losing her father, her family, including her aunt, uncle, cousins, everyone, stow away on a ship and make their way to America. Narrowing my eyes. Fast forward 20 or so years. She's working all day, every day as part of the family's cleaning business. But she's always thought there's more to life than cleaning toilets. Mm Mm-hmm. Her and her cousin form a plan to sell some of the family heirlooms to buy some stuff. Some stuff. Uh, so a new TV for him and some expensive space equipment for her to remind her of her father. Uh, Things mm. go wrong. Am Do you I want to take right? a little break? <laughs> Am I in the right... I don't know. There was a glint of hangabout, no way... We haven't even got to the juicy stuff yet. No, I don't know whether I... Alright, alright. Okay. Things go wrong. Mm-hmm. So let's backtrack, take a step and talk about her enemy here. The enemy, the antagonists of the film. They're effectively a secret society that have run the entire planet. An <sighs> underground society have run the entire planet. The lizard folk, exactly. They're using the word for something very special and important, and Jane is at the centre of this, although no one knows it yet. Ooh. She goes to the pawnbroker to sell her heirlooms, but the enemy knows she's there and try to attack her. Enter our protagonist, who swoops in and saves her from the enemy. Let's call him John. So we've got Jane and John. I feel like... Jane and John, the dreamy duo. Yes, the dreamy duo. Jane and John. Okay, here we go, right. John knows this enemy like the back of his hand and even used to work for the secret police for a time until he attacked one of their royalty and was stripped of his title. Oh, this is a curve. <clears throat> Jane finds herself in the middle of a war, one that she has no hand in and one that she cannot choose a side in. On one side, save her home. On the other, untold riches in this secret underground society. But there's a way out. Uh-huh. The battle between two sides wages on, but there's more to the story. A family at the head of this war, feuding over ownership and riches, and each side of the triangle is trying to use Jane as their pawn, presenting marriage, friendship, and even just surviving as options for the future. 
John and the secret police come in to save the day, and it turns out she's actually related to the family. She's actually related to the secret underground society, which explains why everyone is everyone has such a keen interest in her, right. as she could as she risks their assets as their true owner. This has me stumped. Jane and John fight the bureaucracy of the secret underground society to further understand who she was as a person. Alright. The war takes a dark turn, and in an effort to reclaim power, one of her enemies takes her family hostage and threatens to kill them if Dane, Jane doesn't do what he wants. John saves the day, risks his own life at the collapse of the building they're being held in. He kills her enemy, saves her family, and finally takes her home. But the legacy of her journey lives on, even when she's cleaning toilets. Shit, son. <laughs> Very poorly written. Yeah, but my brain's gone in about four different directions. Okay, talk me through the thought process. I'm so... This is... I'm, I'm a catastrophe tonight. I'm really sorry. Ah. See, at first I was like, ah. Uh, like, I was getting real like, oh, the whole family thing. They're going on a, on a trip, but someone dies. I was like, hmm. Very lost in space. Oh, no, that would have been a good one, though. And then you were like, murder! And I was like, there's only one murder planned in that film. And it's Gary Oldman. Danger, Will Robinson. That's, and now, uh, you didn't mention, like, a servant or anything. So I was like, well, it's not the robot. You have definitely seen this film. And then you started mentioning about War of Sides. And I was like, oh, that's got to be AVP. No. And then you said they were related. I was like, yeah. oh, definitely not AVP. <laughs> so, so they, the dad dies. The dad dies within the first 10 minutes. And they up and skadoodle. But there's also an underground police or weird society. So I think her dad actually Jane... dies before she's born because she's born on the boat inside a contain inside a sea container on the way to America. So her dad is bought her dad is killed before she's born. Why do I recognize that? And I will give you a hint. Okay, Jane is not her name. <laughs> if I give you if you if I if I give you her name it will give away the whole film. Right, okay. But I will tell you the thing that she wants to buy when she's selling her family heirlooms is a telescope. A lovely golden telescope that she finds on eBay. And I give a hint, it's not an underground society, it's an extraterrestrial no, society. No, I got I got the the nod towards something to do with aliens. Is Nicolas Cage on his way to no. the Declaration of Independence? <laughs> <laughs> I do want to do that film though. Um, no. So, in terms of actors, right, I will. St- I am. I will start from s- niche and work up. Stumperoonie. Her mother mm-hmm. is played by Maria Doyle Kennedy. Oh, I'm terrible with actors and names and. Faces. Did you ever see Orphan Black? Yeah, she was in. She was the mother in Orphan Black. Okay. She's also a singer. Uh, and then John is played by 
Someone who was... So this is the hero that's... The hero of the story who lost his wings because he fought against royalty. Shit. He was played by Channing Tatum. (gasps) Oh, no. Nah. No. It's not Cloud Atlas because that's when he speaks the true truth. Oh, it's Jupiter Ascending. (laughs) It's got Eddie Redmayne in as Eddie the bad Redmayne. dude. Eddie Redmayne. Uh-huh. Oh, and it has... Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis. Oh, Jesus. And Sean Bean. Oh, yeah, Sean Bean. Sean Bean is in everything. <laughs> it's a staple. Yeah, it's Jupiter Ascending. Oh, God. I've Tis... not seen that for a while. And we did watch it... It's a cracking six film. six times at the flat. Uh-huh. And at least twice when I used to pop over in her old place. <laughs> I love that film so much. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. I don't think I was ever going to... I don't think I was going to get that one. No, because you put it to the back of your mind. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. Isn't that the one where they go... Oh, no, I'm thinking... What's the other film that's kind of like... They go on the run, and there's one bit where they run through that like room with all the blue bobbly bits, and they were like... Boop, boop, boop. Running through it. Oh, yeah. Valerian in the City the of a Thousand Planets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. It kind of fits within yes. that genre. It's almost. Uh, it's it's almost kind of. It fits more to do with sci-fi drama. There's a thicker. Oh, it's a, it's, it, it, but it's actually um, directed by the Wachowskis. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yes. Ooh. It does fit into that kind of extraterrestrial romance kind of thing. Yeah, I I, I wanted to say teen drama sci-fi, but it's not. Teen drama sci-fi is good crack. Good it's crack. Kinda... It's city Valerian city in the city of a thousand planets though is very. I pre- I would prefer that film to Jupiter Ascending. Yeah, I was gonna say it kind of fits in the same bracket. What's the typical like? post-apocalyptic teen drama survival film. Twilight. No, 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 no. Um, Divergent. Div- that's the one I was trying to think of. It kind of fits within that pocket of... But slightly more mature than Divergent. Yeah, that, yeah. I was trying to find the, the phrasing of where it sits between. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's kind of like that Divergent Hunger Games, but more yes. sci-fi, but like you said, a little bit more... A tad, in, yeah. In, when a it comes to the plot, there's a bit more politics involved. There's kind of a, a a deeper, kind of intellectual and emotional struggle from the characters. Oh, all right, all right, but, all right. But we not enough it. to make it like Sundance Festival kind of stuff. <laughs> yes, it's it's an easy watch. It's an easy watch, and it's beautiful as well. Like some of the visually impressive. Uh, yeah, and obviously Eddie Redmayne, and um. Mila Kunis. But yeah, it was always something that I was like, oh my God, could you imagine? Like, she owns the planet. Can you imagine if it's, if that's real? And they're just trying to like dot and She's just got this little holographic tattoo that's like, actually, this is my planet. Uh, excuse me, I got a gold membership Get card. fucked. But if they kind of just like, then <laughs> imagine like Elon Musk being like I'm the richest man in the world and you're like lol I own the world you just fucked, stroll into his room and just show him like your blockbusters card and you're like sorry wrong one and you take out your planet ownership card and I then you love, flip him off in the other I would hand. love planet ownership card oh. 
Did I think of the VAT you'd have to pay for a planet? No, 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 no. There'd be no VAT. There's no tax because you the are the system. I hate tax. That's that's very Disney bad guy of you, Matt. That's not very cash money. Huh? You being like, I wouldn't have to pay taxes because I own the planet. I'm <laughs> sorry. If I own the planet, the first thing I wouldn't be doing is paying taxes. And if I shut my eyes, ready, and I reopen, <gasps> guys, it's Jeff Bezos. He's in the room with oh us. Oh my god, I'm not. I'm bald, <laughs> and I'm not paying taxes. And I have a fake laugh. <laughs> well, no. What? Well, <laughs> I mean, if I own the planet, the first thing I would do is move off it, for starters. <laughs> so you'd sell it? No, no, I'd keep it. And I'd sit in Let my sit I'd sit in my luxurious sit, spaceship it, it, with you on your in, <clears throat> on Mars eating your poo potatoes. No, watching no, us. No, 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 no. Because you're still thinking of Earth, Earth as the center of the universe there, but like very much not the center of the universe as we discovered in this film. So, if this were to, if I were to wake up and I owned the planet, the first thing I would do is get off it. I would get one of those big spaceships with the floaty swimming pool like What's-His-Face had in the film. Mm-hmm. And I would sit up there. Bobbling away. No, no, and I'd just randomly take people out. <laughs> no, 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 no. But like in, in like a superhero kind of oh, way. Like, like in saving saving thing. the world kind of There's thing. I'd just randomly... 50 cal space laser. Yeah. Just, just be like, what's that? Robert Mugabe. Bam! What's that? Jeff Bezos. Bam! Anyone evading tax on my planet, apart from me, Sorry, is Jer- going to get shot. Sorry, Jersey. <laughs> Bam! What's that? Panama. Bam! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is what... Uh, so you're going to be Space Hitler? No. <laughs> no. Not at all. Like, because... Anyone who dare question my authority. No, because no one know I'll be there. They'll just be like, oh my god, that random person died. Oh, I'd be like the masked hero. What a no terrible accident. There. His what head was blown off by a space by beam. A space laser. <laughs> oh my god. The police turn god. up. There's a giant crater where the house used to be. There's no, 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 no. It's more, it, it's more refined than that. Oh, Think so like there's going to be, hair. there's going to be, oh, they're going to look up through the ceiling and it's just going to be like a tiny hole and they're like, huh, must have been struck by a meteoroid. The the autopsy That's the won't. the 50th one this week. The autopsy won't even know how they died. That's how precise it will be. Just straight in the back of the spine. I will just, I'll just blow, Boink. I'll just blow a tiny hole through their amygdala. Just the medulla oblongata. I still don't know what that does. <laughs> the medulla oblongata. The hypothalamus. Know. Some part of their brain that controls how their heart beats. And it will just look like, it will just look like they've gone into cardiac arrest. So like, you know, all of these dictators and we won't say their names or anything. <laughs> fear to you fear told. to getting too political. But you know, if anyone if anyone starts being horrible to people, I'll just take out their medulla oblongata and they'll fall over and have a heart attack and it'll be great. And like, no one will... Um, no, what you I can imagine you at the helm of this spaceship and just being like, like your first in command looks across and like, Captain, do we make our move? And you're like, yes. <laughs> Take it out. Just like, yeah, if I, if I catch you. So you're a space assassin. Yeah, if I, but I answer to no one. I'm space Robin Hood. But I don't give. I don't take from the rich and give to the poor. So but, well, Robin actually, Hood. no, no. I am Space Robin Hood because I take life from the nasty and save people. Save so, the nice. I mean, I mean, apologies for the the Space Hitler because that was uncalled for. Thank you. However, you are going for God. 
if the poop fits. Goodbye. Have you had your little tantrum here? I mean, obviously, we're all talking hypothetical here because, unfortunately, if I was a hypothetical god. <laughs> you're saying I wouldn't pay taxes. Are you and saying? People. Are you saying you wouldn't do that? You would watch all of these people die with the ability to take out the person causing them pain. Oh no, absolutely. But right, if, so but I would take the Bill Murray approach, which is what Groundhog Day. No, no, you're thinking too narrow. Have you not seen online where he'll just walk past people that are like eating outside in New York and he'll just grab a handful of chips off their plate and be like, no one will believe you, and just walks off? I'm pretty sure that's probably Reddit law. That's not actually really what happens. Does it? <laughs> I don't believe that. I don't so, believe, but I could just walk into like just any random shop and I'd be like, I'm just get, you know, I'm gonna get a croissant and a, a coffee, and they're like, yeah, that's that's six pounds, and I just flash my my planet ownership card, and they're like, oh. <gasps> Like, no, because no, because you'd never have to set foot on the planet again unless you wanted to. Like, I'd never like go to a Starbucks and get coffee because. So you you wouldn't. I'd beam a Starbucks up and have my own one on the ship. So you'd have coffee slaves. No, I'd make my own coffee. I don't. I'm not beaming the people. Stop trying you to trap the, me. You own the no. planet and you live in a giant spaceship with a swimming pool and a space laser that assassinates all the bad guys. Yeah. You're not making your own coffee, man. You just said if the boot fits, if I'm God, <laughs> you are not grinding dem beans. <laughs> well, <clears throat> okay. Mm. I mean, I w- I, I'm not going to beam anyone up to my ship and be like, make me coffee. I might, you no, know, you'd beam the coffee up to your ship. Be like, your shit planet is shit, but your coffee's not. Bad. Oh my god! Actually, do you know what I'd do? I'd call them up because obviously I'd make it I so that th- I could I use think, my phone. I don't think just eat. No, 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 but I just get it delivered to the flat and be like, leave it outside and then beam it up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but beam the delivery driver up. No. Make him put it in front of you and then just send him back down. And just, no, No. as he fizzles out, just, no, I don't believe you. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's more your Bill Murray approach. I don't want anyone to know I don't live on this planet anymore. I want to just live in my spaceship in peace because but I hate no people. Will believe them. No, yeah, but I don't need it. I don't need to tell them. So what I'll just Maybe do. Maybe I'm the bad guy. In I this. think you're the bad guy. You're trying in to this. gaslight humanity. You're trying to gaslight humanity and make everyone feel bad. I'm just trying to get no, out of paying a little space bit of tax. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. This is public, right? <laughs> Let's not call each other space Hitler because it's not true. I think in calling each other space Hitler, <laughs> we are actually taking away from all the atrocities that Hitler did. So I feel like you should stop doing True. it right okay. now. Fair. Right? God, however. <laughs> well, God has, <laughs> has also committed some atrocities in mm, his time. Mm. Famine. Hello, Dark Ages. Where Children did, where did with... that thousand years go? <sighs> that, was, that was not God. <laughs> Don't blame him. That was the people who follow him. So you told me off for being political, but now we can't do religion. We've just been banned from that topic, haven't we? I feel like anything... Uh, we need to be banned from any topic <laughs> that anyone's going to have any strong emotion towards. Well, it looks like Scientology will not be sponsoring us. Uh, or JW.org. Leave the Jehovah's Witnesses alone. They're just trying to live their life. I know, but they're not going to sponsor so us, are they? I don't. I don't want them to. I don't think that's in their remit either. I don't really think they sponsor podcasts. I don't know. 
I think they're more. I imagine door they to have doors. their own. Podcast. I think they're more door no, to door. No, because they've sales, got modernised. Because yeah, they've got their their outreach programs. Got to have a podcast. Their outreach program. Oh my god. On that note, <laughs> I do apologise for the last five minutes of fucking rambling. Um, uh, any... The movie, the movies in question today <laughs> were. Um, just for out of context context just... the past five minutes might not exist and this cutaway where we're laughing makes no sense because we've had to get rid of some rather questionable opinions I don't I, I mean we haven't we haven't stated any opinions and I think we're okay to leave that in okay um, we haven't stated opinion I promise we're both good people I just want to live in my spaceship, spaceship and take out all the evil people whereas Jake wants to do something far more sinister and start no, but it's like and a get people to crime. start question. No, because no, because it starts a ball rolling in people's head where they eventually go insane and end up in a padded cell, and you know that's, yeah, but that's not when you beam them up and you're like, "Soz, come sit on me, come come sit on no. my comfy space." No, no, because you get to avoid all of that by just getting the delivery man to drop your McDonald's in front of the door and then beaming the McDonald's up instead of the delivery driver. It's a good job we've not quite hit faster than light travel, but I feel like someone's withholding that information from us, and it deserved. I was just about to say that. Yeah, I was just about to say. So we're, we're the bad guys. We've discovered how to warp, and they're keeping it from us specifically. We're the bad guys. Anyway, yeah. thank you very much for listening. Whoever is on that shocking revelation. <clears throat> on that shocking revelation, uh, forty-six minutes of pure shite. I do apologise. <laughs> no, I um, think ten minutes was good. I think ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, have a great week and we will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.